Limited is a weekly relationships podcast that focuses on how to develop, improve, and sustain thriving marriages. Our goal is to help you establish strong relationships with yourself and with those around you. I invite you to adventure on the beauty of relationships, the joy of discovering your potentials, as well as those of your spouses. Hi, I am Helen. Certified Master Life Coach and Certified Relationships Coach. And I'm all about relationships. Welcome to Love Unlimited. This podcast is sponsored by Takes Two to Tango, How to Enjoy Lifelong Marriages. It's a book about guiding individuals on how to establish relationships with their spouses, as well as a book for couples who look to take their marriage relationship to the next level. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, send us a review, send us your questions and your comments. All are welcome and I read each one of them. I look forward to hearing or receiving a communication from you. Hello and welcome to our podcast today, Love Unlimited. And today we are answering another question, a sequel to episode 50 about hanging out with friends after being married. Now, this one is not about just hanging out with your single friends. It's about how long. How long should you hang around or hang out with your single friends if you're married? Now, I can never get my head around this question because I don't understand why some people think that because you just got married, it means that you dump your friends. I find that quite, quite absurd. And secondly, it's impossible. It's impossible to just drop your friends because you're married. Married is not like a matter of life and death whereby you have to drop everything on one stage of life and pick a, a, another Thing in the next one. No, marriage is just a face in a continuum. It's a part in a continuum whereby I expect you to keep what was important before you were married. And some of that very important thing is your friends, whether single or married. However, I have a question. How long should you hang out with your single friends after being married. The issue here is duration, the time, the hours, the days. And of course, after being married, it means that things change. Some things change. You might have to change your your schedule to fit your spouse. And if you're blessed, your children in and sometimes even to fit the extended, the new extended family in your schedule. Gone are the freedom days whereby you can go on a raving night. Maybe you start on Friday night and you finish the raving on Sunday night. No, that is over. It's over completely. For sure, that's gone. If you are the kind that when you are single, you start drinking sprees, dancing, moving from club to club or having a house party from one friend's house to another, that will definitely have to end. And if your friends are that kind, I'm sorry, you have to drop them. Yep. You have to drop them. You just have to drop those friends because when you're married, it means some of your freedom 
is sacrificed. Friends are the network which we fall under by sharing some desires, goals, and aspirations together. We share a lot with our friends. Some of them we share a lot of history together. Others we share interests together. Others we share business ventures together. They are single. They are married. They are people who their circles overlap with ours. This circle is almost impossible to eliminate. I personally have kept my own share of friends. I have kept them. I am a person, I'm that kind of a person when I become your friend, it's not for a season or just for a, for a reason. I keep them forever. I have friends I have kept since when I was in nursery school. I have kept friends from when I was in Nursery school, by the way, means kindergarten in the Western world. In our country, call it we used to call it nursery. We have uh, I have friends since when I was in grade four, and we are still friends to date. I have friends since high school, and I have friends since college and university. And I have kept all these friends because. I don't look for relationships that are just for a season. I'm not that kind of a person. And I believe most of us are like that. You like stability. You like continuity. You like reliability. And you like to have people who share the same values as you are. However, the time that I used to spend with them had to change after I got married. I used to go sleepover. At some of my friends, I could travel from my city where I was working to go have a sleepover at my friends. We could spend a whole weekend together there and it it would be alternate. They would come and I would go. Now that changed after being married. Why? Because I have to fit my husband's schedule into mine. Maybe he wants us to go see his mother-in-law or his brother or his relative, or I want him also to come see my family or some relatives, or there are activities that are no longer just an individual thing, but now we want our children also to be involved. And this sort of eats into that time you used to spend with your friends. That is one part whereby the length of the time you spend with your friends will have to be cut again because of the things that come. Uh, And I have a story to share. Just hold on. When I got married at the first, second, third year, I had my friends and I still wanted to keep that lifestyle. I wanted to keep going out one day a week or at least one day every month so that we could go and have fun with my old friends. And I kept it going for a while until one time I realized that I come home and I had left my husband with a six-month-old baby and he wasn't amused. I I got home around past midnight and of course he knew I was. I was with my girlfriends. We were having a bridal shower and either way, it still didn't auger well. And I realized, yeah, this is not me, the old type. I have to stop it. So I stopped going to those midnight parties and I got home at midnight. He had gotten so tired because I left around 3 p.m., came back past midnight and it took a lot of his stress because the next day he was going to work early. 
See, now that thing happening is not a good one. And I apologize that it never happened again. He also had a friend whom he worked with. He was a high school friend, college friend, and they kept their friendship even to working together. The friend was single. And because he was single, he loved Patrick's company. That's my husband. And he used, after work, they could go hang out together. At that time, this six-month-old baby I was talking about was about two or three months old. And I was at home on maternity leave and I could stay with the baby who never used to sleep at all. The baby never used to sleep. He could sleep maybe one month, one hour, two hours, then he's awake. Another hour, then he's awake. And I hated it because I couldn't do anything. I couldn't go anywhere. He just pretty much controlled my day. And I was looking forward to my husband coming at 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. after a long day's work to just spend some time with the baby and I could focus on the household chores. But it became a habit that when he comes from work, he goes first of all to his friend's place and spends two to three hours instead of coming home at 6 or five, he comes home at nine and he has already eaten supper there and I was struggling to make supper and it became a habit and he kept doing that until one day I had had it and I told him, you know what? I'm sorry, this has to stop. You have to decide what is more important in your life, whether it's your family or your friends. You can't just be keeping me here with a baby all day long to do the household chores and you still can't and I still struggle in between there to make you supper and then you come and tell me you didn't you you had eaten at your friend's place. And it became a a, a conflict point. And I told him, you know what? I like your friends, but at this rate, I'll start disliking them. I'll start hating them because they are making my life very hard. And I told him, if you're going to your friend's place, I'm not saying don't go. Make it a weekend thing. You can go on the weekend. Weekdays, we are all up to our necks with our chores and our duties. And I do need a break. I need a break. So, and that back and forth, we agreed that he could be with his friends over the weekends. No problem. And I could go with my friends Friday night for a few hours or the time that I find convenient for me. And we had to work out a deal. We had to work out something. His friend was still single. I was married with a child and my friends were still single. Have we broken those bonds long after? No. We still keep in touch with the same friends. Some of them are married now. Some, unfortunately or fortunately, they still are not married. And we kept it that way. We made it a rule that we put our commitments, our business, our AOBs together so that when we plan our days as a team, we know who takes or what takes the center stage first. And it's to date. We've been married for 18 years. It's still the process today. I do not go out or hang out with people or friends without letting my husband know and for how long I'll be there. He does the same. And I believe that issue about how long you hang out with your friends becoming a thorn in your relationship or in your marriage is obsolete as long as you two decide to sit down and plan what's more important and how to plan your social life around your marriage. Friends are an integral part of your life. You cannot do without friends. Their marital status, irrelevant. 
totally irrelevant. Just because you're married, it doesn't mean you can't hang out with members of the opposite sex or single men or single friends. That's irrelevant. A friend is a friend is a friend. Do not qualify your friends by their who by what they are or what marital status they are in or their gender or sex orientation is, I find that pretty primitive. In this era, a friend is the person. It's not who or what they ascribe to. It's the person. If you love that person, that's all that matters. Of course, again, there are limits. Don't be friends with criminals. You'll end up being put in prison for things you didn't do. That's also a caveat. All right. So here we go. And I think I hope I have answered the question. How much time should you spend with your single friends? If you're married, how much time? It depends on you and your spouse. And I know even today, I know some friends who are married 10, 20 years down. They still go for sleepovers with their other friends, whether they are single or married. Do I still do sleepovers? Not anymore. I think, uh, in Africa, we say the wheel of life has taken me to other terrains. The wheel of life has taken me to other places whereby I am extremely busy, so busy, I can barely get my hands around my own stuff. So having a sleepover with friends, uh, it's not possible. I just wish I could. I miss those days and I know they also miss too, but... I can't do it anymore. I can't. Life has taken me to far places. It has taken me to so many other businesses. But if you can, hey, seize those moments, have those sleepovers, laugh out loud at night, talk in whispers, play your games together, get your mind off your routine, stressing situations. It's a good thing to have sleepovers, sleepovers if you can. Uh, which other way can you do it? Maybe if your friend has kids and you have kids, you can decide to have a family sleepover. You can take your family there or they can bring your family, their family to your place. That's another way of spending unlimited time with your friends. If they are single, I'm very open to my single friends. They can come anytime they want and have a sleepover at my place. I do invite them. And I love it when I sit down with them after my kids have slept, my husband is asleep, and we just talk our own stuff. It's beautiful. That way, nobody's looking at the clock on the wall to see how far you're hanging out there and how long you're with and starting to wonder what you're doing. That will be catered for. That will be taken care of. Invite your single friends over again with the permission of your spouse and with an agreement with your spouse. Let them have a sleepover once in a while. It's beautiful to fellowship with your friends after a long time. And with this, we come to the end of our talk today. And we have another exciting topic next week. Don't forget to subscribe to Love Unlimited with Helen to receive more notification. And I'm also asking you to visit our website, www.guruhelen.com. You can get there, get to see what more I've been up to, what I've been writing. I answer questions there as well. I have two books that I've written, and these are Takes Two to Tango. And the second one is Popstar, Sees the, Your Life Center Stage. Now, these two books I've written in as a review of what I talk about every day and what I see every day and what people, all the questions people ask me every day. Please feel free to get a copy of your own and read and learn. You don't read 
you don't learn. These are books I would recommend. And this podcast was sponsored by Text to Tango by Helen Juma. This is a book about relationships. If your relationship needs a little bit pick me up or a reminder, that's the book to go for. Text to Tango, How to Enjoy Lifelong Marriage. And until next week, this is Helen Wei wishing you peace and love to you all. Goodbye.